0: Today's New Testament reading is the second epistle to the Corinthians, the third chapter. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Or do we need, as some do, letters of recommendation to you or from you? You yourselves are our letter of recommendation, written on our hearts to be known and read by all. And you show that you are a letter from Christ, delivered by us, written not with ink but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. Such is the confidence that we have through Christ toward God. Not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God, who has made us competent to be ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Now if the ministry of death, carved in letters on stone, came with such glory that the Israelites could not gaze at Moses' face because of its glory, which was being brought to an end, will not the ministry of the Spirit have even more glory? Not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what was being brought to an end. But their minds were hardened. For to this day, when they read the Old Covenant, that same veil remains unlifted. Because only through Christ is it taken away. Yes, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. This is the Word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome Pastor Luke Walters.
1: Do you notice anything different? How do you react when someone asks you this question? If you're like me, it's maybe a mild panic. I begin to search frantically, hoping to discover what I had obviously missed. Sometimes it becomes obvious that a tooth is missing from that big grin of the first grader, or it's a new hairstyle, or a new engagement ring on the young girl's finger, or something else. Whatever it might be, the person asks the question to guarantee that it is a noticeable change. In today's reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, we are reminded of the noticeable change that God works in us through faith in Jesus Christ. Would those around us say there is a noticeable change in us? Well, more than just growing taller or other physical changes, would they see a noticeable change? That is, a godly difference in our attitude and the way we live our lives. St. Paul writes, And we all are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Being transformed, what does it mean? It means that when it comes to our relationship with God, we're not satisfied with just maintaining the status quo. We're not content to continue with the same ideas, attitudes, and habits that we've always had. On the contrary, we believe God wants to change us, that he has the power to change us, and that he is changing us. Yes, it's true that God accepts us completely just as we are as sinners, but it's also true that he loves us so much that he isn't willing to leave us just as we are. He wants to change us through and through. He wants us to reflect the Lord's glory. That process began at our baptism, and it will continue throughout our lives. St. Paul writes Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Again, Paul writes in Philippians He who began a good work in you will carry it to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Transformation is what the Christian life is all about. It's what God intends for every believer that we keep learning, keep growing. And we are all works in progress. As St. Paul wrote, even of himself Not that I have already obtained all this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. I press on toward the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Ah, but we don't like change. Changes God wants to make in our lives are good ones. We know that most of the time. But the problem is that even when we recognize our need for change, we are reluctant. Change isn't automatic. It's not a matter of God doing everything while we just go along for the ride. Nor is it a matter of us taking things into our own hands and doing it all ourselves. It's God's working the change in us and through us. God's Word tells us, continue to work out your salvation For it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. Now, when we see the words work and salvation in the same sentence, perhaps warning lights start to flash because we know we're saved by grace, not by works. Yet God's word puts them together. Be certain this is not saying that we need to earn forgiveness or merit a right standing with God. We are changed. We are brought to life spiritually. We are made righteous and holy in God's sight solely by what Christ completed for us. However, That's not the end. The instant we come to faith, it's the beginning of a new life, a life in which we labor and strive and persevere. And while we are exerting our wills and acting, God is working in us to will and to act. But we can sabotage it. We can ignore God's call. And often, to our detriment, we choose to resist. Remember how Jesus' disciples acted following his death and resurrection? They were huddled together and afraid and locked behind closed doors, incapable of stepping out and stepping up to labor, strive, and persevere in the name of Christ. But on Pentecost, through the gift of the Holy Spirit, we see these same disciples transformed from fear-filled to fearless, bold witnesses through whom God worked to bring the new life and light of the gospel to the world. The same is true for you and me. As baptized Christians and through God's Word, the Holy Spirit has come into our lives. And though our natural tendency, like these first disciples, is to keep our Christianity within these safe walls, to blend in with our surroundings rather than displaying a noticeable change, yet God's Word directs us, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. My brothers and sisters in Christ, what a great joy and comfort to have Jesus transforming love and forgiveness present with us now in his word and in his sacraments. Amen.